Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take a deep dive into PhotoPass and Memory Maker, helping you figure out what exactly this system is, how it works, and whether it'll be worth it for you to get Memory Maker for your family's vacation. If you do decide to get Memory Maker, we also include some tips about how to save money in the process. Final episode of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you leave us a positive review. Special thanks to Emma Whip for leaving us a review last week. Connect with us at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So we promised in the last episode, our listener questions episode, that we would do an episode dedicated to Memory Maker and PhotoPass because we got a lot of questions about it, all the way from questions like, what is PhotoPass and how does it work to, you know, is Memory Maker worth it? So we thought we would just talk about PhotoPass and Memory Maker for an entire episode because, uh, you know, they deserve, there's kind of a lot to kind of unpack. So let's start with the like basics. PhotoPass and Memory Maker. I think the first confusing thing is like, why are there two different names? Like, what are the two different things? Can you help us differentiate between, you know, what is PhotoPass? What is Memory Maker? Are they the same thing? Spoiler alert, they're not, but Leslie? Yeah, it's really confusing that there are two names for this. And this kind of dates back. There used to only be PhotoPass at all the Disney parks. And it was the service where there would be photographers stationed at strategic photographable locations like in front of Cinderella Castle or at a character meet and greet and you would uh, they would take your picture and then you would purchase the pictures you would actually go into the camera shop back in the day and get printouts like I totally remember that and you then kids, they <laughs> we didn't used to take pictures on phones kids I know I know thing called film who that's knew right that's right who and you because we're old and you had you used to have to like pay for, you know, the prints a la carte and they, they added up and then they let you, you know, buy them on a CD. And that sort of is when Memory Maker was born. You you would sort of pre-purchase all of those photos that you would have taken from the Disney photographers with this service called Memory Maker that allowed you to then buy your photo, photo pass photographs. So yeah, it's really confusing that both names have kind of persisted but they at least refer to the same thing, the getting of your photos that are taken by Disney photographers in the parks. Is that fair? Yeah, the way I would say it is like your PhotoPass photos are just the fancy name, the proper name that Disney gives the photos that its photographers and now robots, uh, we'll get to that later, take. Whereas Memory Maker is the thing that you pay for to get all those photos for uh not for free but for the price of memory maker that's right for one low low price of 169 if you buy in advance so that's at least three days before your trip and 199 if you buy during your trip that's right let's not bury the lead (laughs) it's expensive it's expensive it definitely is so we'll get to whether it's worth it but before we get to memory maker i think it's important to kind of this is something i did not understand when i first went back to the parks a few years ago for the first time in a long time. How is the kind of mechanics of what you have to physically do after one of these photographers takes your pictures? Leslie, can you run us through that? Yes. So you really have two options to 
collect your photos digitally speaking you can either scan your magic band the photographers have a little scanner that's sort of attached to their belt or something like that and they can scan your magic band and add it to your account that you access you know on your on your disney world app or on your computer after the fact or you can actually get a photo pass card a card that has a barcode on it and they can scan the the barcode. So for people who don't have magic bands, that's the way to access it. Or for people who their parties split up and, you know, sometimes it makes more sense to get a card and you can add it later to link it to your account later. Yeah. And to make it even more confusing, if you don't have a magic band, your ticket is an RFID card. It's like, you know, a hefty card. It's like made out of plastic. The PhotoPass cards are like kind of flimsy paper, like what you would use for like a subway ticket. But the RFID cards are, you know, more hefty, like a credit card, um, but made out of plastic or a different type of plastic, whatever. Anyway, so you can also tap that um, and that will work as well. Uh, so there are three different things you can give to the photographer to register your tickets to your account digitally. Good to know. I didn't know about that last one. So I learned something from you today, Joe. Thanks. It happens once a year. And so the new year approaches. And so here we are. <laughs> That's right. Talking about Memory Maker, what happens with Memory Maker is you buy Memory Maker and then according to the terms, we'll get 30 days worth of photos that you can download. So this is like, this will go beyond the length of a regular, you know, ticket because, you know, the longest ticket is like 10 days. Um, And so what happens is if you don't have Memory Maker, you swipe your magic band or whatever, the picture gets into your My Disney Experience account, and then it just has this huge photo password on it. Um, and then to download it, you have to pay money. If you've bought Memory Maker, then when you log into your My Disney Experience, there's no photo pass watermark there, and you can just download immediately. Am I missing anything about kind of the logistics for how Memory Maker works once you've bought it? I think you, you've gotten it. I guess we also need to talk about ride photos because those do work a little bit differently than the photographers and, and dealing with them. I think ride photos is a great jumping off point. What are the benefits of getting Memory Maker? Like why, you know, you said on the last episode that if your family's there for more than three days, you almost always buy Memory Maker. And I said that I try to get it, um, but not for full price. Why do you find Memory Maker so valuable? Let's start with the ride photos. What's special about that? Well, there's no other way you can get photos of your family on the rides, um, I guess, unless you're really, really creative. Um, so let me, so let me but, play devil's uh, advocate. Yeah. <laughs> don't you, uh, at the end of the ride, like, don't they have those screens where you can see the pictures? And um, I know you can't get the physical picture anymore, but don't you tap your magic band on them? Yeah. So you tap your magic band and they add, the, you know, those photos are added to your My Disney Experience account, just the same way that the, the ones from the photographers are. But there are also a couple of secret ride photos that you won't have access to any other way without Memory Maker. Like, say, on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, the little goblins within or the dwarves within are reading your magic band while you're on the ride. And uh, those you get some videos and some shots that actually magically appear in your My Disney Experience account. Yeah, and I want to say, I don't remember, but I don't even think there was a kind of TV tap your band place for Slinky Dog Dash, the new ride in Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios. I'm pretty sure that those just showed up on my phone and I never tap my band anywhere. Do you remember? I think that's right. I th- I'm trying to rack my brain here of, of you know thinking about the rides that don't have tap points 
but that you nevertheless get magical photos from. But uh, I think you're right. I think Slinky Dog Dash is, is on that list too. Yeah. So the ride photos are a big thing. I mean, I would say the quote unquote secret ride photos, you know, you're probably only going to get two or three. So obviously that's not going to justify $170 plus tax purchase. But, you know, the ride photos are a nice thing to have. You could buy them individually, but when you're buying them individually, they're like $15 each. So, you know, that adds up very quickly. What else do you love about Memory Maker? I like the magic shots that the photographers will take. So they have these sort of poses that they'll have you do in certain locations, like put your hand out and Tinkerbell will appear like she's sitting on her on your hand. And they have different seasonal ones as well. So there are a lot of great little cute photo opportunities that way where you can get some some surprise characters in your photos. But even more than that, I mean, I, I just like being having everybody in the picture in my family and if I don't get Memory Maker, then I have a lot of photos of my kids and my husband and I'm never in the shots. So it's just so much easier to have someone else like sort of forcing my hand to to get the, to get me in the shot. I agree with that. A uh, soft disagree on the magic photos. Some of them like the Tinkerbell in the hand are great, like when it's our kids. But another thing I'd say about Slinky Dog Dash is you can't get a or at least when we were there. You can't get a pure Slinky Dog Dash photo. It creates this like virtual frame around it. So I don't love all the magic shots. Some of them are great. Some of them are not. I wish that, you know, for at least for some of the ride photos, you got the option to have one or the other. That's fair. That's fair. Some people may may not want the the cutesy, but uh, I love it with the kid photos at least. So anything else about Memory Maker that you really appreciate that we're missing? I think we've covered the majors. Now, should we talk about the the cons? (laughs) Besides the price? (laughs) Well, quality. These Disney photographers, they have professional cameras, but most of them are not professional photographers. So for for people who really care about photo quality, you might be disappointed. And it really just depends. It's very hit or miss. I've had some amazing photos taken by Disney PhotoPass photographers, and I've had some complete duds. Like, just I cannot believe how bad they are. And, you know, whatever random tourist that I would like hand my iPhone to would do a better job. So if if you're really looking for like high quality photos, like the fact that the Disney photographers have thousand dollar cameras may not necessarily guarantee that to you. I don't feel as negatively about the photographers just because, you know, we've never really had a bad experience. But I will add to that, that as I alluded to before, Disney has started putting in non-photographers um, into certain locations. And so they're not robots taking pictures, but they're just kind of camera set up around the room um, as you're doing a character meet and greet, which will take shots. But, you know, I do think one thing that the photographers do well is they kind of get candid shots as you're walking up to the characters, especially as your kids are walking up to the characters. And so I'm curious as to how the automated cameras will do. And I'm not super optimistic, although I have yet to see it yet for myself. Yeah, when word got out that these were going in, there was a lot of controversy, and I suspect it will remain that way. But, you know, I'm the same way. I think some of the most special shots that we've gotten from the PhotoPass photographers have been, you know, a character, you know, squatting down and putting out their arms and my son, like, running into the arms of the character, not the preset. We're all lined up looking at the camera and smiling with our arms around each other. The, so if the, the robots aren't capturing those moments, then I think you really are missing out on some of the what the human element could bring to to those interactions. Yeah, I agree. 
I would say another con, which is kind of a hidden con, is that when you have Memory Maker, all of a sudden you feel pressure, like you start feeling pressure to go to like character meet and greets that you might not otherwise want to go to. You start lining up for those shots on Main Street. Maybe you do it twice instead of just once. Maybe you line up for one of those shots at Hollywood Studios that you might not have done otherwise. And so, you know, it is possible for Memory Maker to start kind of taking control of your vacation in like a subtle way. And so I think that's, it's not necessarily a con, but it's something to look out for. You know, it's one of those things where you've paid for it and you kind of want to quote unquote maximize it, but you got to recognize once you've paid for it, it's a sunk cost and don't like kind of ruin the happiness. You know, it's the classic, the kids are like, Oh, do we have to take another picture uh, type of thing that um, I get? I don't know if you get that. You I know you get that Leslie. <laughs> I, I actually I don't when it comes to the character photos, and I'll tell you why. Because my daughter is on has been on a mission the past year to collect every character autograph under the sun on all of our Disney vacations. So she wants to meet these characters anyway to get the autographs for her book to like check off her little Disney autograph bucket list. So the photos are just sort of part of that drill. Um, so th- I guess I've gotten my money's worth in part because of her autograph obsession. But if that dies, then, then yes, I will start getting the eye rolls from the soon to be tween. Like mom, do we have to take a photo again? It's the main street photos. I get the most, uh, flack about. Yeah. That's where it's the most chaotic and, and the sort of crowds are bumping each other. The character ones feel more secluded and set up and, and, don't feel as stressful to me. It's the the ones that are on yeah Main Street and sort of the entryways of each of the parks because it is a little chaotic. Yes. Before we get to saving money, if you don't want Memory Maker, you can still get good photos. I think we should point out that the photographers, they're either them or the secondary cast member who's with them. They're always willing to take your camera or your phone and take pictures of you and your family. What they do is they'll use your camera first and then they'll use their fancy camera. So I don't want anyone to think that if you don't have Memory Maker, it's pointless to go to character meet and greets. Um, you can get yourself in those photos. Um, and on Main Street, too, as well. There's lots of kind of photo spots that are around the parks. You know, So just be like, hey, can you take a picture with my camera? And they're always super nice about it. So make sure you do that. Yeah, they absolutely are willing to take photos with, with, your, with your phone or your camera. I will say that they don't tend to take as many with your device as they probably will with theirs. Like I sometimes will get yeah two or three on my camera, but then they'll take six with theirs. So and and definitely because they're not used to your phone or as the camera, like I, that's when I've gotten like bad shots from the photographers, you know, when they're using my phone or whatever, you know, it's just kind of like, they don't, you know, they want you to buy the photos so they don't put as much effort into it, but they're still good enough. Yeah, especially if it's daytime, the lighting's good. You're going to get decent shots um, most of the time. All right, so let's get to how to save money on this. That sounds good. We we have employed this strategy together, right, Joe? Splitting Memory Maker. Uh, yes. How can you split Memory Maker with another family? So you have to link your My Disney Experience accounts, and it's always a little bit confusing logistically, but uh, (laughs) you and I have done this before, and I do this with, you know, when I'm going with an extended family or a group of friends, we, you can share a memory maker. So if you, if you're going for a family reunion and there are five families, you can absolutely split one memory maker. And in that case, it's a complete and total no brainer, in my opinion. It's definitely worth 25 bucks <laughs> or 30 bucks to, to, to have your photos for a week. But um, yeah, it requires a little bit of setting up. You have to set your preferences in the My Disney experience. And it's best to be done 
on the computer, in my experience, the app is uh, a little bit hit or miss. So I always do it online um, on the computer before I go on my trips and make sure I'm, I'm linked in my Disney experience. So you have to send invitations. So for example, if, if you and I want to share a memory maker, Joe, I will invite you. But then I will also need to invite the people that you manage. So your children as well. So if your kids are going to scan their magic band, you want those photos to be added to my memory maker as well. So there's a little bit of a two-step process involved in in linking the adults and then linking the dependents on those accounts. Yeah, since my dependents are young, I just make sure I'm always having my band beeped or swiped or whatever. Um, but obviously, if kids are older and they start wandering around the parks by themselves, you're going to want their bands on too. People may call this a quote-unquote hack or whatever, but you know it's not against the terms and conditions. Let me just read uh, from... Disney's website. It says memory maker may, may be linked to only one guest. Only the person who has memory maker linked to their Disney account is entitled to download or unlock the photos. The memory maker guest will have the ability to download or unlock unexpired photo and other digital content shared by members of the memory makers guests, family and friends list during their memory maker window. So it would work if I was just using it with my family, like I buy the memory maker my family is my family and friends uh, in my linked through my, my Disney experience so I can download all of their photos. If we're there at the same time, if I bought memory maker and Leslie's family is also in my family and friends list, then I can download their photos as well. So, you know, you're not even quote unquote breaking any rules. That's right. And the, the key thing to remember though, that the, the memory maker owner is the only person who can download. So if I'm own the memory maker and you and I are both in the parks at the same time, Joe, I'm the only person who can download those photos from the My Disney Experience app to my phone, like right there and then. So I'd have to, you know, email them to you, or I'd have to give you my login for you to go on the computer another time and download them yourself. So so that's just one thing to remember, because a lot of people I know want to grab these photos in real time to add to social media. So just remember that the the owner has some responsibilities with, you know, <laughs> with great power comes responsibility, right? Yeah. If you're doing it for the gram, then you need the main memory maker person to be sending you photos kind of live, which you have done for me in the past. Thanks, Leslie. You know, I do a lot of things for you, Joe. Podcast partner. Indeed, indeed. Know. Kind of going off of that, uh, the way Leslie and I have shared it before in the past, like she's given me her My Disney Experience password. So I would say that you really should only be doing this with your real family and friends because with Leslie's password, I could transfer tickets that she has to myself, which I wouldn't do because we're a real family and friends. Um, but if you're doing this with like random strangers, you know, there is risk involved there and I would not like kind of mess around with that. Totally agree, Joe. If you want to be slightly more, uh, let's say, stretching things out, another thing that you should note is that in the terms it says Memory Maker will last for 30 days from the first time you download a photo. But after you've taken photos, photos don't expire for 45 days. If you kind of wrap that around in your head a little bit, there are ways you can extend your Memory Maker window to essentially 74 75 days. What can happen, let's forget the 75 days thing. Let's just talk about the 30 day window. What you could do is if Leslie is going with her family on January 1st and I'm going with my family on January 21st, we could still share the memory maker because as we are friends and family, when I'm there from the 21st to the 26th or whatever, 
I'm still in Leslie's memory maker window. And so as long as she downloads them quickly enough, you know, we'll still get those photos. So you don't even have to be at the parks at the same time as the people you're sharing the family and friends with, which works well if like you have neighbors or friends who you know you're like going down in consecutive weeks or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or or if you're crazy enough to take trips so close together yourself that you need <laughs> to get two trips worth in a single memory maker. That has happened to me before. <laughs> yeah, if you're taking two trips within a month, you can totally like make it work. Um, Definitely. But then at that point, you know, then you should be thinking about an annual pass, which we're not going to get into the math here. But another thing to note is that annual pass holders essentially have memory maker included in their annual pass. So any photos annual pass holders take, they can download for free or, you know, not free, but you know what I mean. But that also actually extends to annual pass family and friends. So let's say you don't have any families to split with. If you happen to have a friend who has an annual pass, if they make you part of their family and friends list, they can download your photo pass photos for you. So um, that's another way to kind of do that. Yeah, that's a great hack because I always have a friend who has an annual pass given that I that I run these Disney geek circles. So yeah, that's something I should make, make more use of, I, I suppose. Yeah, my two friends with annual passes are letting their annual passes lapse now, so... I don't know what I'm going to do. They have to renew it just so you can get free memory, memory maker, right? Yeah. I wonder if it works with children's annual passes because, you know, if you have grandparents who live in Florida, I'll, I'll save that for Disney do's and don'ts. All right. So wrapping it up, you know, memory maker, we've talked about the pros. We've talked about the cons. Any final thoughts about memory maker, Leslie? Your miles may vary. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of it, you know, for, for the, the, the length of trip that I take, it's completely worth it to me, but uh, may, maybe not when I'm, when I have surly teens who won't pose for photos anymore. Yeah. And I'll say that I think the nice thing about memory maker is I just don't worry about the photos and yeah, they're not all perfect and they're not all great, but it gives me a way to like, look back on the trip and remember it. And the reality is with little kids, especially when your kids are young, it's like so hard to get them in a photo, let alone in a photo with you. Um, and it is nice to have those uh, memories, sorry, to uh, cherish uh, with the photos. And uh, you know what? I just regret that entire sentence. I apologize, Leslie and listeners. <laughs> were you getting a little cheesy there, Joe? Yeah, it just, it was too much. It's the end of the year. You know, <laughs> I got all <laughs> All Lang Syne going on in the background, you know, it's just, a, oh. yeah, no, I'm just kidding. All right. I'm cool. Anyway. All right. So uh, Disney do's and don'ts. One thing that if you happen to have, you know, a lot of people have grandparents who live in Florida. So I will say that when you buy an annual pass for your children or for yourself, but really this works best with grandkids. Actually, no, it only works with grandkids. When you're buying an annual pass, they will only check your Florida residency when you are actually activating the pass at the kiosk. So if grandma's there and she lives in Florida, usually you should be able to get an annual pass uh, for your kids. And they run very cheap, like $200 or something for the version that only works on weekdays. Um, so a $200 Florida only annual pass for your kids via your grandparents is a nice way to you know, save money on your kids' tickets if you have grandparents who live in Florida. So I guess this is a pretty niche Disney do, but we're talking about a little bit of hacks here at the end of the year. So that's what I got. 
That's good. Too bad my parents live in North Carolina. Oh, well. Yeah, too bad my parents live in New Jersey and refuse to move to Florida, even though I begged them to. You know, just for this. All their friends, all their friends have. They should. They should go. <laughs> I, know, I know. So, anyway, Leslie, that is going to close it out for 2018. It has been 45 episodes, um, and we just really want to thank everyone who has listened, uh, everyone who has connected with us. You know, we obviously there would be no podcast if nobody listened to it. Um, so we really appreciate all of you. And what else do you got for us, Leslie? I've been too no, cheesy. Just- I've been too cheesy. So it's your turn. I, I want to echo those, that sentiment. I really, when we started this this experiment, I had no idea that anybody would be listening. And it's really exciting to see the podcast grow and hear questions from people I know who are listening and I didn't know about it or people I don't know um, who are listening who have become regular listeners. So thanks so much, everybody. We've got a lot, lot more planned for 2019. And you know, as we go into Star Wars land, stay tuned. Is that coming? Yeah, we've only talked about it like on every episode for the last, you know, 12 weeks, something like that. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. Wow, who knew? Star Wars Land. <laughs> All right, thanks so much. If you have any other questions about Memory Maker or PhotoPass, you can hit us up, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, or Disney Deciphered our Facebook page. Thanks so much. We will talk to everyone next time. And Leslie, I will see you on Main Street in that gigantic line waiting for the PhotoPass photographer to take our pictures together. Thanks, Joe. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year.